Hello, 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 and welcome back to another exciting episode of In The Moment Live. I'm your host, Janine, and today we have a topic that will surely spin your world around, you guys. We are diving deep into the web of life, balance, and empowerment. So get ready to explore the wheel of life and uncover the secrets to creating a fulfilling and empowered life. I am going to take you on a personal one-on-one session today. It's going to be fun. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is the wheel of life? My friends, it's a powerful, powerful tool that is used by many co-active coaches like myself to help their clients gain a 360 degree view of their lives. It weaves through numerous crucial areas of our life that form a web that allows us to observe and evaluate the balance in our lives. The wheel of life, it's kind of like a compass, right? That helps us navigate through the different aspects of our existence. It guides us towards areas that maybe we need more help in, right? And it'll help shine a light on those areas that can empower and strengthen us. So let's dive in and take a closer look at 10 areas that I created specifically for my clients, and let's see how they come together to create a holistic view for your life. First up, we have career and work satisfaction, right? It's all about finding that sweet spot where our passion and our profession align. Are you feeling fulfilled in your work or is it time for a change? Okay, so the will helps us uncover these answers. And don't forget about your finances. Money plays a significant role in our lives, prompts us to examine our financial well-being. So in that area, are you thriving or are you merely surviving? That's what we got to uncover. My passion and my heart is always with health and well-being. This is top of the list, right? It's our physical, mental, and our emotional wellness because it greatly impacts our overall happiness. By assessing this area, we can identify areas for improvement and cultivate a healthier lifestyle. Okay, now we're into relationships. They are another key component, right? Whether it's our family, friends, or romantic partners, they contribute to our overall well-being. And that will encourages us to evaluate the quality of our relationships and make necessary adjustments that might be needed. And you guys, let's not forget about personal growth and development, okay? Are you challenging yourself? Are you learning something new every single day? Are you expanding your horizon, right? The will of life reminds us to keep evolving and reaching our full potential every single day that we wake up. Okay, so now let us shine a light on how much fun you're having, okay? Are you making time for hobbies, for passions? Are you enjoying every moment? Are you out doing outdoor activities, right? Remember, a balanced life always must include time for play and rejuvenation. And of course, our physical environment. Is your living space supporting your well-being and reflecting on who you truly are? 
The will prompts us to consider our surroundings and it will help us to create a space that nurtures us and makes us happy. Now, you guys, here's a fascinating one, and that is spirituality and contribution. Okay, it's about connecting to something greater than ourselves and making a difference in the world, right? How are you nourishing your soul and leaving your mark? How much time is being spent? on meditation or prayer, and contribution or charity to others. So those are aspects we like to dive into. And then up next, we have family and friends, because these relationships form the foundation, right? That is our foundation of our support system. And the will helps us identify any imbalances in our interactions and encourages us to foster deeper, satisfying connections with family and friends. And finally, let's get down to it and talk about romance and intimate relationships, you guys. Are you experiencing love and connection and intimacy in your life? Are you happy with those connections, right? The will allows us to assess the health and fulfillment of our romantic partnerships. Okay, so... Now, once we've examined those areas, right, the 10 areas, we can step back and look at the bigger picture, right? This wheel of life provides us with a deeper understanding of our whole selves, and it empowers us to take concrete steps toward our ideal life, right? That's right. It always, always, always about finding balance, identifying areas that need attention, and discovering ways that are going to strengthen and guide ourselves to a more fulfilling life. So if you're ready to embark on this journey of self-discovery and empowerment, I've got a treat for you. The Wheel of Life will weave a web that connects every aspect of your being and allowing you to create the life and love that you truly, truly desire. Are you ready to try it out? Okay, let's get personal with a one-on-one coaching session right now and take a closer look at this powerful tool to get you a snapshot of your satisfaction in life. So go grab a pen and paper and get ready to rate these 10 areas of your life. As I said, my wheel of life consists of 10 areas that reflect on different aspects of our existence. Of course, you can modify these categories and these areas to fit your own life or even shorten the areas down to maybe just a few categories. For example, you might separate your friends and family that we talked about into two categories, right? Friends being one category, family being separate, or even add a category that feels important to you. Because it's all about personalization, you guys, and making the wheel of life truly reflective of your unique circumstances. And here's where the fun is going to truly begin, because I'm going to ask you to rate your level of satisfaction in each of these areas on a scale from zero to 10. 
Okay. Zero means that you are not satisfied at all in that area. And 10 means that you are vibing. You are highly satisfied in that area. But remember, remember, it's so important to be honest with yourself. There is never judgment ever. Okay. It's all about gaining insight and creating a smoother, more enjoyable ride in life. Are you ready? I am so excited. Let's do this. Okay, get your pen and paper, and I want you to draw your circle, and then I want you to draw out 10 pieces, just like you're creating a pie, right? You're cutting out 10 pieces of that pie within that circle, and you're going to name each piece with the following that we discussed. So one area is your career and work satisfaction. Another area is finances. And then we have health and well-being. Another area is relationships. Then we have personal growth and development. Up next is fun, right? That means hobbies and passions. What are you having fun? What area of your life are you having fun in? your physical environment, and your living space. Let's create an area for spirituality, contribution, charity work, religion, prayer. And now we have family and friends. Like I said, we're going to just stay with the 10 right now. But you can always modify this later and come back to it. And then last but not least, we have romance intimate relationships. Okay, so once you have the areas filled out on your circle, I want you to visualize that the core of the circle is your zero to one and the very exterior part of the circle is your 10. So when you're doing your ratings, if you are at a zero to one, that dot that you're going to be placing within that area is going to go toward the core of the circle. And your 10 is going to be on the exterior outside of the circle. All right, let's get deeper into each area. This is where your one-on-one -on -one coaching begins. So let's look at career and work satisfaction. I want to gain clarity and make informed decisions about your work and career path. All right. So what aspects of your work or career bring you the most joy and fulfillment? Let's take a moment to think about the task, project, or interactions that make you feel truly alive and satisfied. What lights you up and makes you excited to start your day? If money was no object, okay, and you had complete freedom to choose any career or work path, what would you pursue? Okay, allow yourself to dream big and envision a career that aligns perfectly with your passions, with your value and your strengths, right? What 
does that ideal career look like for you? And number three, on a scale of one to 10, how satisfied are you with your current work career? I want you to really reflect on your current situation and honestly rate your level of satisfaction, right? If you, if you don't love your career at all, right? That's a zero. And what would it take to move closer to a 10? What steps can you take to cultivate more love and fulfillment in your work or career? Okay. Now we're going to move on to finances, right? The financial well-being is so important. It's an important aspect of our overall happiness. And by addressing it separately from career and work satisfaction, we can gain a clearer understanding of our financial health and the steps that we need to take to improve it. So again, I'm going to ask you three questions. Number one being, are you... At your current financial resources, right, with that coming in today, is that aligned with the life you desire? So are your current financial resources aligned with the life that you desire? Take that few moments to envision your ideal lifestyle and financial stability. Are your finances allowing you to comfortably cover your expenses? Are you able to put away some money and save for the future? And are you able to pursue the experiences that bring you joy and fulfillment through your finances? Okay, number two. We're going to rate on a scale of one to 10, how satisfied are you with your current financial situation? Again, being honest with yourself and consider whether your finances are providing you with that sense of security and peace of mind, right? If you're not at all satisfied, if that number is on the five and below, What changes or improvements would you like to make to enhance your financial well-being? And then number three, what steps can you take to strengthen your financial foundation, right? And create a brighter future. I want you to really reflect on the practical actions that you can implement to improve your financial situation. And that might be for you to consider strategies such as budgeting, saving, investing somewhere else, right? Maybe that's seeking additional sources of income, going out and getting another job, or seeking financial advice from a professional, okay? What specific steps can you commit to to take action to move you closer to that desired financial state. Okay, we are now at the health and well being. 
Because by reflecting on your current state and identifying areas for improvement, you are going to open up to making positive changes and prioritizing your overall well-being. Okay, so three questions, powerful questions. I love asking you powerful questions because that's what's going to get you thinking. Number one is how would you rate your overall well-being on a scale of one to ten? Right. Consider not only your physical health, you guys, but also your mental and emotional well-being. Right. Are you energized? Are you balanced? And are you content every single day that you wake up? And if not, what areas need attention and improvement? Number two is what self-care practices or habits contribute positively to your health and well-being. Okay, so I want you to take a moment to identify the activities, the routines, and even the habits that you do daily that support your overall well-being, right? This could include exercise, mindfulness, healthy eating, maybe it's your sleep quality or spending time in nature. Okay. So how can you prioritize and amplify these practices in your daily life? If you don't do them, or if you are doing them, can you, or would you like to see you doing more of this during the week? Right. And number three, are there any areas of your health and well-being that you feel need more attention? Okay, so I really want you to reflect on any aspect of your physical, mental, or emotional health that may be lacking or need improvement. Because the steps that you take to address these areas and cultivate will bring a greater sense of balance and vitality to your life. All right, and that sends us into relationships. Okay, so relationships play a vital role in our lives, right? And fostering healthy and meaningful connections is essential for personal and professional growth. So three powerful questions in this area would be, what kind of impact do your relationships have on your overall well-being and happiness? Okay, take a moment to consider the quality of your relationships in your personal and professional life. Okay, how do they contribute to your, to your sense of fulfillment and how do they support your growth? And are there any relationships that drain your energy, right, or hinder your progress? We really want to look at those relationships. Number two is a very, very important area within the relationships is what boundaries do you have or do you need to establish in your relationships? Again, both personal and professional that are going to ensure your own well-being and your growth, right? Reflect on the boundaries that you currently have in place or the ones that you know you need to set. I know this question triggered something for you. You either have boundaries in place, or you know there are areas in your relationships that need boundaries set, right? And how can you communicate your needs 
and establish healthier boundaries to protect your time, to protect your energy, and to protect that emotional well-being. The number three question is, are there any relationships that require more attention or nurturing, right? Kind of goes back to that draining energy we just talked about. So we want to consider the relationships that are important to you, both personal and professional. And are there any that you feel have been neglected or maybe that they could benefit more of an investment from you, right? How can you show up more fully and authentically in these relationships to foster growth, connection, and even mutual support? And then I want you to look at those relationships that are draining your energy, right? Some of those relationships that probably need those boundaries set. Okay, the next area, personal growth and development, because our personal growth and development, they are all lifelong journeys and can, we are continuously learning and self-improvements, right? It's always, always learning every day we wake up, we're growing, we're evolving, and they are key to living a fulfilling life, you guys. So the three questions I would like to ask in this area, number one being what areas of personal growth and development are you currently focused on or interested in pursuing? All right. So let's take a moment to identify the areas in your life where you feel that there is room for growth or where you have a strong desire maybe to learn and develop, right? Maybe it's acquiring a new skill or expanding your knowledge, developing emotional intelligence, or exploring new passions, right? Think about those, write those down. Number two, how do you challenge yourself to step outside of your comfort zone and embrace these new opportunities for growth? Okay, so I really want you to reflect on the ways that you push yourself to go beyond your limits, beyond your comfort zone, and explore unfamiliar territories? And what steps can you take to embrace the discomfort and welcome growth opportunities that will expand your horizons? And then that leads us to number three, is what are the resources or the support systems that you can tap into to enhance your personal growth and development journey, right? That is considering people, communities, or maybe even educational resources that, su- that those will support and guide you in your personal growth journey, right? Are there maybe some mentors or coaches or communities of like-minded individuals that you can engage with that will give you insight, that will help hold you accountable, right? And that will give you the inspiration to move forward in this journey. Okay, now we're in the area of fun hobbies, passions, right? Incorporating fun hobbies and passions into our lives, it is essential for overall well-being and fulfillment. Um, Number one, let's dive into that. When was the last time that you truly felt a sense of joy, right? Joy, excitement, and just pure fun. I want you to take a minute to really reflect on maybe a recent experience or activity that brought you immense pleasure, okay? What was it about that moment that made it so enjoyable for you? 
And how can you incorporate more of those elements into your life? How can you get that fun joy into your life? If not daily, maybe weekly, right? We need those fun moments. Number two is, are there any hobbies or passions that you've set aside or neglected? Okay, so I want you to really consider the activities or interests that used to bring you joy, but maybe you've put on the back burner, threw it in the back seat, right? Um, Consider why did you stop pursuing those, right? How can you reintroduce those hobbies and passions back into your life and make time for those things that really bring you just joy and happiness that make your heart sing, right? Number three is how can you infuse more fun and playfulness into your daily routine? Let's really reflect on your current schedule and commitments, right? Are there opportunities to incorporate more moments of fun and play into your day, into your day-to-day life, right? How can you make room for these activities that bring you a sense of lightheartedness and enjoyment? Okay, so let's talk and really think and dive into the fun aspects, that area of your life. The next area we're talking is our physical environment and living space. And it's because that environment greatly impacts our mood. It affects our productivity and our overall well-being. Right. If we are not comfortable in our surroundings, it's going to throw us off. So question number one is how do you, how does your physical environment support or hinder your overall well-being and sense of peace? All right. So let's take a moment to assess your living space. Right. Look around. Where are you when you're listening to me? Right. How do you feel in that environment? When you wake up in the morning, how does your bedroom feel? When you go to bed at night, how does that bedroom feel, right? Do you feel safe? Do you feel secure? Does your home give you that protection feeling, right? Does it, does your environment promote relaxation and creativity and productivity, right? Or is your work area cluttered, chaotic, and uninspiring, maybe even your houses, right? How can you make these adjustments to create a space that is going to nurture your well-being? Question number two is what changes or improvements can you make to enhance your physical environment, right? It's, It's that bedroom, you know, we were talking about. Go back and listen to my podcast about creating a a sleep haven with your sleep environment. It's simple little details of blackout shades or playing music or having a comfortable soft blanket on your bed, right? Consider the areas of your spaces that you feel could benefit from your attention or transformation. Uh, Maybe it's as simple as decluttering and organizing your space or your home, right? adding elements that bring you joy and inspiration. It could be having more pictures around your house of family and friends that you love, creating the zones for relaxation or productivity, right? How can you create that space that aligns with your personal aesthetics and is going to promote a sense of calm and balance? Maybe it's just as simple as lighting a candle or burning some incense, right? Think of ways that you can really make some adjustments. 
Number three powerful question is how can you infuse more intention into your physical environment, right? Reflecting on the purpose and the energy you want your living space to embody. What elements, objects, or maybe even arrangements that we talked about can you introduce or remove, right? I've given you things to introduce, but maybe that's removing, right? We're talking about the decluttering, or maybe it's removing a picture of someone in your home that you just don't like the energy every time you see that image, okay? So what can you introduce and what can you remove to align you with a better intention? How can you create a space that reflects your values, your personalities, and of course, your aspirations? Okay, so let's dive into one of my favorite topics as well is spirituality contribution, charity work, right? We're talking about what are you giving um, spirituality and contributions to the world because they're deeply personal and they bring immense fulfillment and meaning to our lives. Okay. So number one question is what does spirituality mean to you and how does it contribute to your sense of purpose and fulfillment? So again, take a moment to really reflect on your own understanding of spirituality, right? How does it connect you to something greater than yourself? How does it provide meaning and purpose in your life? And what practices or beliefs nourish your spiritual well-being, right? Really sit on that question and think, what does it mean to me? Number two. In what ways do you currently contribute to the world or engage in acts of charity or service, right? We're always taking, but how much are you giving? I want you to really sit in this one and consider the ways in which you give back to your community or make a positive impact on others' lives, okay? How do these acts of contribution align with your values and your passions, And are there any additional ways that you can expand or deepen your involvement in charity work or service to others? And next up is how can you integrate your spirituality and desire to make a difference into your everyday life? I'm not talking weekly, monthly, yearly, you guys. I'm talking every single day. How can you integrate your spirituality? and your desire to make a difference in your everyday life. I really want you to reflect on this one. You know, reflect on how you can weave your spiritual beliefs and your commitment to contribution into your daily actions and interactions with other people. How can you infuse your work, your relationships and your daily re- your daily routines with a sense of purpose, kindness and compassion? And now we're at family and friends area. Um, Our relationships with family and friends are the foundation to our well-being and happiness and need to be nurtured and strengthened to build bond with our loved ones, right? So how do your relationships with your family and friends contribute to your overall well-being and sense of connection? Question right out of the gate, right? 
Let's read that again. How do your relationship with your family, friends, contribute to your overall well-being and sense of connection? You know, so many times we hear, oh, blood is thicker than water, calling bullshit on that, right? Because sometimes our family brings us grief. They bring us dissatisfaction. The energy just doesn't feel right. And I really want you to take a moment to consider the impact that your relationships have on your happiness and your fulfillment. And how do they support you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, right? What role do your loved ones play in your life and how do they contribute to your growth and your support system? And that is a reflection of, are they being a contribution to your growth and support system, right? So those are areas that we really need to sit, think, how is family and friends contributing to my growth or how are they harboring my growth? And question number two is, are there any areas within your relationships with family and friends that could benefit from more attention and nurturing, right? We want to reflect on the quality of the relationships and identify any areas that may need improvement or additional care. So are there communication patterns maybe? Is there unresolved conflicts or are there unmet needs that may require your attention? Think about that right? How can you strengthen and deepen your connection with your loved ones? And then number three is what actions will you take or maybe can you take to foster greater love, understanding, and connection with your family and your friend relationships, okay? So I really want you to consider the specific steps that you can take to enhance the quality of your relationships, right? And how can you improve communication? How can you show appreciation or create more meaningful experiences together, building on those relationships? And what commitments or changes can you make to cultivate a deeper and more fulfilling connections with your loved ones? Now let's dive into the romance and the intimate relationship area, which is hard for some people to talk about, but it's so important because our romantic and our intimate relationships, you guys, they play a significant role in our overall well-being and happiness. I mean, we all need to take proactive steps to cultivate love, connection, and intimacy into our relationships. And I'm talking every single day. We are born wanting to be loved. And so the question number one is, how would you describe the current state of your romantic and intimate relationships, right? Take a moment again to reflect on the quality of your romantic partnerships. Are you experiencing love, connection, and intimacy? And how do you feel within these relationships, okay? Are there any areas that need attention or improvement? Again, if you're here with me today and you don't have that relationship, we're going to take some steps on how we can get that in our life. So question number two, what is your core desire and needs within your romantic or intimate relationships? Again, if you're not in a relationship, let's turn that around. What are the desires and the needs that you want out of a romantic and intimate relationship? 
Let's start drafting that on paper. Let's visualize that and get it in writing. Okay. So consider what you truly desire and what you need from your romantic partnership. One, is it emotional support? Is it open communication? Maybe you want shared values and you want physical intimacy. And what does that physical intimacy mean to you, right? Is that holding hands? Is that hugging? Is that more sexual connection, right? I want you to really reflect on whether these needs are being met and how you can effectively communicate them to your partner if they're not being met, right? Number three is how can you prioritize and invest in the growth and nourishment of your romantic and intimate relationships? Okay. I want you to really reflect on the actions that you can take that are going to enhance the quality of your romantic partnerships to know how it is that you can create more meaningful moments, right? Deepen your emotional connection or improve the communication that is going to get you to that deeper level that you desire. That will in that what steps can you take to invest in the growth and nourishment of those relationships? Okay, you guys, man, wow, that was heavy. I know it's a lot of powerful questions that I fired at you. You guys, we are literally doing in a short amount of time what would likely take four hour long sessions with me with clients one-on-one. So congratulations, you guys. If you are still hanging in there with me on this coaching session, you are troopers. And that means that you want to succeed at this thing we call life. And you are committed to putting in the work. So congratulations. Thank you for hanging in there. It's a lot. It's a lot that you can go back and reflect on, hit pause, replay, um, jot down the time on the areas that you want more deep dive coaching on and just go back and replay it. Okay. So now that you've got and rated each area from one to 10 or zero to 10, I know in the beginning I said zero and then I threw in some ones, right? Zero means I don't have it at all. One is like kind of got it, but really one and zero, right? Regardless. You've rated the area. So now it's time to bring out your inner child. And I want you to connect the lines and form an inner wheel. Get out a crayon, get out a color that means something to you. Maybe it's red or green or yellow, right? And I want you to connect those lines and I want you to form an inner wheel, right? That is going to give you an overview of the balance in your life. And that when you can see that wheel clearly, right, there is your wheel of life. I want you to imagine if this was a wheel on your car, right, how bumpy is your ride? Okay, so it really is an opportunity to reflect and visually see where you might need extra attention, right? You've written it down. You can visually see it. It's pretty impactful when you can see it drawn out in this wheel. Again, it's so important that this exercise is done with no judgment, and it's not about achieving perfect tens in any area of your life, because I don't know of anybody that has a perfect 10. Maybe you do, but day to day, you're going to be floating around 
right? We float, we we're not perfect every single day, but it's about creating more balance and fulfillment, you guys. So now that you have it, you have your will completed and you've scored it. Okay, we're moving on to another step, right? So this next step is all about choosing an area that you're ready to make a change in. And this is where we dig deeper and ask more powerful questions to move you forward. So are you ready? I know you are because you're still here with me. So let's ask the powerful questions. What area are you ready to make a change in? Look at that wheel. Which one is floating at the zero, right? Which one are you ready to commit to? So I want you to take a moment and reflect on your inner wheel and choose an area that speaks to you. And once you've identified that area of focus, it's time to dive in. Yes further. I know, I know where, here we go. So I'm going to ask you a few more powerful questions that will help evoke clarity, action, discovery, insight, and the holy shit commitment, right? Because these questions are open-ended. They're allowing you to explore possibilities and gain new learnings. Remember, I'm here to support you. So that's right. We are looking at that area on the wheel, and I want you to close your eyes and visualize yourself standing in that area of your life, right? Pick that area, close your eyes, visualize yourself standing in that area of your life, and I'm going to ask you a few powerful questions that I want you to ask yourself. Standing there right now in that area of your life that you want to change. What do you want? What's next for you? How will you start making a change? What does staying in your current situation cost you? What's important for you to remember on this journey? I want you to take a moment to sit with the visualizations and any messages that you may have received. Now take a deep breath in through your nose and exhale through your mouth, releasing any stress, negativity, or tension that may have shown up during your visualization exercise. What you just completed was a mindful meditation of what your life in that specific area can look like If you stay or if you take the steps that you need to take to make the change. It's powerful and yes, it can be overwhelming. 
reflecting on these powerful questions in each area of your life, no matter how difficult or how challenging it may seem, is so important. By reflecting on these inquiries, you are gaining clarity, insight, and the opportunity for growth. These questions allow you to examine the many areas of your life, uncover those areas that may need attention or improvement, and identify the steps needed to cultivate a powerful, meaningful, and a happy life. Embracing these questions empowers you to make conscious choices, take intentional actions, and create a life that aligns you with your values, your passions, and your aspirations. So embrace the power of these questions and embark on the journey of self-discovery, fulfillment, and the pursuit of your ideal life. You deserve nothing less than a life that brings you joy, purpose, and a deep fulfillment in every area that matters to you. I want you to reflect on each area of your will, asking yourself each of those questions. Sit with the answer that comes up first, again, with absolutely no judgment for a few minutes in each area, and recognize what comes up and move on. You can take notes to look back at a later time or even maybe a later day to see if your answers have changed. But you should come back to this practice often to grow that much more. And I have one more thing for you. I'd like to make a request or give you some homework assignments to keep that momentum going that we've just sparked, right? I want to hold you accountable for taking action toward your chosen area of focus. Okay, what will you do? And when will you do it? And more specifically, how will I know? Okay, let's make a commitment together to move forward on this journey of self-discovery and empowerment. I want you to reach out to me on Instagram at in the moment underscore live or tag me in your posts using hashtag in the moment live, right? You can also email me at info at janinerotter.com or leave a comment in the comment section of this podcast wherever you're listening in. I want to hear about your progress, you guys. I want to hear your insights and I want to hear the steps you're taking to create your ideal life. And remember, you're not alone in this, okay? Let's support each other and let's celebrate every victory along the way. And remember, change starts with small steps and a commitment to yourself. You have the power to create a more balanced and empowered life. I hope you enjoyed this exciting episode of In The Moment Live. A huge thank you to all of you, my incredible listeners, for tuning in and being part of this uplifting experience. Remember, your will is your, it's always in your hands, you guys, and you have the power to create balance and empowerment in your own life. Until next time, stay positive, stay empowered, and always live in the moment. 
This is Janine signing off from In The Moment Live. See you guys next time.